previously on the Loyal Littles podcast. One of the reasons why my visit to the big show was just so special. I got to be there. It was Nigel, Michael, TK, Gary, and Gene. Oh, it was just so awesome. Oh, wow. Their banter back and forth. It was just so good to hear them curse at each other, you know? <laughs> you don't get. TK turned to me at one point. And he's like, you can't say any of this. Welcome back to the Loyalist Podcast. On the WTFC Podcast Network. Hey, Roxy. Hey, Chuck. Eat it, Sully. Whoa. Whoa. Oh, you had a little length on that. Wow. Tiny Chuck back in the house. Hello. God, can you believe it? I finally crawled out from under the rock. <laughs> <laughs> Hiding from Sully, I think. Hello, people. I'm speechless. Like, Welcome I back. I don't know what to say. <laughs> I know, right? We got so much to catch up on. Is this a five-hour episode? No, this what? is not a five-hour episode. Roxy's got okay. some stuff to get accomplished. We had a busy Lots week. Of things. We got a little week coming up. Chuck's going to be in the house. <laughs> week. I know. Chuck's coming to the city. Yeah. That's right. I'm flying to the Big Apple. Oh, yeah. Chuck does the apple. With the fam. <laughs> Chuck yeah. does the apple. Well, Chuck, let's get right into this because we had a few. I want. I'm going to get your uh, your answers for these. We have a couple new questions, and one Uh-oh. was we premiered it last week. What was the first major news story you remember as a child? Oh my God, as a child, as a child, the first major news story I remember that kind of shook the world. I think it was the Challenger, okay, mm-hmm. blowing up. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was like in seventh grade, so I guess that's still a child. I guess, but yeah, before yeah. that, really, Chuck. Well, not that I remember, like, everybody was mm-hmm. affected by it, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, it might have been something like my parents hit them particularly, but not everybody else. Yeah. Right. The scope of ramification that that kind of went through. Mm-hmm. Oh, sure. Yep. Um, with our whole school, the community, the country, it was just numbing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the first thing that comes to mind. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you right. caught me off guard, so. I know, I did. We did not prep <laughs> Chuck for any of these questions. Then we heard from Tony Beeson. He said he has a fun, dumb question. Where do you plan to retire? Or alternatively, where would you like to retire? We haven't answered Ooh. this one yet. Roxy, why don't you go? Oh, gosh. Hawaii? Where do you want to go? Sure. That sounds lovely. <laughs> I didn't mean to put an answer in your head. I'm just trying to think of places or I know you like, want to go. I mean, I guess a Caribbean island would be awesome, except during hurricane season. Yeah, no, no. I mean, I guess Hawaii, you've, you've got monsoons and typhoons and stuff. So no matter where you go, the weather's going to suck at some point. So right. yeah, let's say Hawaii. All right. Chuck, what do you got? Uh, I'd be fine with Hawaii. I, I, anywhere that's warm, like you're around, I think, is when I'm ready to retire, I'll be 90. Mm-hmm. And so I would probably not want to be around cold weather anymore. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. 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 Play lots of golf. You know, I do mm-hmm. like being somewhere around water. I think that's my next move is somewhere that's got access to water cool. gotcha. all right now that we got that out of the way chuck you know you're slacking with the <laughs> podcast here chuck. I know. i've been under a rock i told you all right summer of little literally how can we find out about it roxy summer of okay bob walsh he gave up on you yeah you're like yeah. you're not gonna host a springfield missouri event so we've got a little alex cobb now we haven't met alex yet he's on the list yep. he's hopefully gonna come on soon but chuck what up i sent you the information you're gonna be there right I think I will go. Is it just giving the two of us? <laughs> no, no. I think I think they've already got two or three confirmed, and it's still two months away. So. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. The location. I mean, I'm curious because it's a it's like a Mexican restaurant. It's a hole in the, kind of a hole in the wall. Very authentic Mexican food. I don't think there's a bar there. I mean, maybe they serve booze, but I don't think it's just. I think it's a sit down restaurant. I'll have to scope it out. Oh, that's okay. You'll get a nice meal out of it. 
Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I'm not complaining about that at all. It just seems like a very, I don't know. Like formal? It seems like a odd place to have it. That's mm. all. Maybe they're throwing in some free nachos or something. Ooh. So, well, it's down. just for the littles. It's 1601 West Sunshine Street in Springfield, Missouri. It's called Tortilla Purchase. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a legit Mexican place. Very good food. Very good. I've eaten there a few times. Okay. Okay, cool. Well, Chuck so knows I, it. That's so. why I'm like, I'm, I'm totally down going. I just, seems like a lot of people are having it like draft house. Or right, right. Yeah, but Buffalo Wild Wings or something. There's a few ball fields but, too. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. There's one in New York, upstate yeah. New York. They're going to a game and then in Where uh, in upstate Ohio. New York? Near Schenectady, near Albany. Tri-City wow. Cats, I think they're called. Jason Bullet's heading that up. Oh, like a minor league. Yeah, minor league. Gotcha. Gotcha. Which one are you guys going to? Hello, Uh, hello, Hurley's. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. I got to check out Hurley's when I'm up there. Yeah. Oh, we're we're going to hit the town, Chuck. Don't don't you worry. All All right. Let's get into the rest of this. We heard from, it's kind of a longer one. It's from Lee Gordon. He says, hi, Chuck and Roxy. I have a few items to mention. First is another Pittsburgh. It's in New Hampshire. If you draw the line across the northern border of Vermont and extend it all the way across New Hampshire to the main border, just about everything above the line is Pittsburgh, New Hampshire. Oh. Okay. Now he has a a gear to grind, apparently. Okay. Next is something that grinds my gears, Chuck. You need to stop asking the littles if they can stick around for the second half of the interview. Well, here's the thing. Sometimes they, I mean, it's rare, but sometimes I just try to be polite. I rare mean, come on. in the sense it hasn't happened yet, but we're hopeful that one of these days a little will say, nope, I'm out. And then bye. click. Yeah. None of this, oh, I've, got, really I've hoping got a class for that. to teach or anything. I mean, but, not really, but it would be funny. Yeah. And then he also says, and if it's okay to ask them fun, dumb questions, everyone has agreed to it, even the bigs. It's part of the deal. Well, not always. I'm just trying to be polite, Mr. Gordon. That's all I'm trying to do. <laughs> All right. Finally, this is my I believe I had it moment. Since you have read a few emails that never get read on the big show, here is one I sent way back in February of 2021 when grilled cheese with mayo was the hot topic. I call your attention not to the part about the grilled cheese, but my P.S. Dear Tony, a friend posted a picture online of some bread she baked and commented that her daughter loves grilled cheese. Naturally, I offered her some information for life and suggested she try it with mayo instead of butter. But then another friend chimed in and one-upped me saying to try mixing shredded Parmesan into the mayo. Mm -hmm. I immediately had to do my research and try it. While adding the shredded parm does slightly negate the mayo spreadability advantage, that is more than compensated for by the boost in flavor, plus the bonus of those few toasty bits that stick to the pan. All I can say is tell Michael. Okay, now we're getting to the PS, but can we just talk about that? Yeah. I mean, that's I, I might try that with the butter. Because I'm not a mayo guy. Mm-mm. But Parmesan cheese. I, I love Parmesan, Parmesan cheese with the butter. I would actually butter the bread, then mm-hmm. sprinkle the Parmesan cheese on top, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, then he says, this is the important part. P.S. I have listened to the show for a long time, and people keep mentioning a woman I'm not familiar with, who is Edith Saliza. <laughs> when that email didn't make it onto the show, I actually used the same Edith Saliza P.S. in another email I sent the following week. That didn't get read either. Sorry, I couldn't make it to Hurley's this week. See you at Jingle Fest. Cool. Lee Gordon. So he's claiming he had the Edith Saliza thing way before its time. Mm-hmm. All yeah. right. Well, then we're going to go back to Sean Smith, S-M-Y-T-H. His uh, interview, Mike Wolf actually writes in and says, Sean Smith wants a better winning percentage than the Roadrunner. The Roadrunner wins every time. There's been true. a couple times where I think the Coyote gets... A little, a little ahead, and then at the end, he falls behind. All right. Then we heard Chris Davenport. He said, I am all in here for the 87 finals talk. We're calling college hoops. Do you remember that game, Chuck? 
Indiana and Syracuse? Uh, not really. Oh, Keith Smart from the corner hits the game-winning bucket. Hmm. Okay, I, that's kind of vaguely familiar. Yeah, yeah, he said, I may live on the border of Chicago, but I'm a Hoosier all the way, and all I wanted to do as a kid was play for Bobby Knight, B.C., before crazy. <laughs> also wanted, <laughs> also great hearing Chris Giannini. He also says, Chris, I'll vouch for Steve Osbolt's barbecue sauce. Tremendous. It is. And it is. Absolutely. Now we're going to do the frozen grapes real quick and get this out of the way. And then we're going to get to our Meet the Littles guest. Dean and Damascus, frozen grapes don't turn rock hard in the freezer. Right. I know you kind of have that, I guess, Roxy. And she says they are yummy. No, because I thought they would make like ice cubes and then it's hard on your teeth. Mm-mm. Now, we're gonna, we haven't done this in a while. This is a tiny little suggestion, kind of. It's, it, he wrote it as information for life, but I'm going to go. Steve Osbolt wrote in, said, freeze grapes and put them in a chilled glass of wine to keep it cold. Ooh, yum. Yep. We can't end this without a, you know, a little sully moment for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Not, not, not for you directly, but he just says, good job out of Roxy. I realize now I should have said it is A, Chris Weber, or two, Chris Weber's. Uh, <laughs> Chuck doesn't like it either. <laughs> Chuck doesn't like it either. I mean, I kind of want to get into my KJ dream I had. Should we tease that? Sure. <laughs> no. Um, no, it was really, really quick. I mean, I'm assuming it's because of all these gatherings we're having in the city. And yep. then KJ posted. I, KJ was in the city here. Yeah. Actually, I think she's still here. And she wasn't sure if we were going to get to meet up or not. And all right. that stuff. she asked me for some advice about Broadway shows and stuff months mm-hmm. ago. And she said, maybe she'll get in touch with us. And I just had this dream that I don't think it was a jingle fest, but she was performing on a violin. Yeah. Now, I don't know if that's your connection, Chuck, or what, but no, I mean, (laughs) I don't even think she plays violin, does she? I don't know. Anyway, we were at a bar. She was with a band. She was about to do this like crazy violin solo, and she dives into the bow and the strings, and the bow snapped, and it like broke in two. And she was like a total pro. This was hilarious. She like kind of gave like a, a frowny look like, you are you kidding me, man? But she literally <laughs> then turns around, pulls like another bow like out of her pocket. I don't know how that worked. It was like down her leg or something. I don't know. <laughs> she pulls it out and then she starts. So she misses like two, maybe four bars of music. And that was it. That's not a lot. And then she just starts going into the song like she was a total pro. It was hilarious. That's all I remember about the dream. I don't even remember who else was there. If it was like a jingle fest or what it was, but note to all the littles: make sure you have a bow, an extra bow in your back pocket. And you never know when you're going to need it. Don't reach out to Chuck for advice because you might be in his dreams. I don't know. That was weird. <laughs> it was weird, but I had to throw that in. All right, Roxy, we're excited about this. Yep. Chuck, what's your favorite oh. vegetable? Oh my god, these questions! I'm going back under the rock. Uh, <laughs> my favorite vegetable, probably like asparagus, maybe. All right, wrong answer. But that's your tease, Littles. We'll be right back with... Meet the Littles. <laughs> Broccoli? This is Dave Spector from Bells Up Winery. While our hosts take a quick break, wouldn't it be a good time to pour yourself a nice glass of Pinot Noir? I mean, Chuck and Roxy are probably enjoying one themselves right now, so why shouldn't you? Okay, now back to the Loyal Littles podcast on the WTFC Podcast Network. Said before, the only thing I want to hear 
as you walking out the door. I don't know why this always has to be so cruel. I wish it was beautiful like you. being played in this episode by Jason Udoff, and this song is called Room to Breathe. Now, we've played Jason's stuff on the podcast before, a good friend of the podcast, actually, and if you like what you hear, the best way to find Jason is on his website. That is jasonudoff.com. That is J-A-S-O-N-Y-U-D-O-F-F.com. You should also give him a follow over on Twitter and Instagram at Udoverse. That's at Y-U-D-O-V-E-R-S-E. And as always, we'll play the full song, Room to Breathe, at the end of the podcast. With a beating of my heart, it's just another dirty word. When will I ever learn that you could be any girl? And without what it takes for me to stay, you make me want to pack up all my shit and wait down by the end of the road. I'm not going to run away. All right, all you loyal littles, it's now time to... Meet the littles. And Roxy, could I possibly be more excited about this? I have not seen you this excited in a long time. Okay, well, we're going to call this... We've all heard the term turnaround jingle. Yep. Okay, we're calling this the turnaround guest. Yep. Okay, earlier this week... Now, Roxy, you didn't even know about this. This is one of these moments where I'm like, Roxy, you have to listen to the big show with me. Yeah. Okay. Because there was someone that was introduced to the world of us outside of the DMV, I guess. This just blew my mind and it became a thing all week. I was like, I have to reach out to this guy, see if he'll come on the podcast. Littles, please welcome to the podcast, the great Zucchini. Hey, What's how's up, it going? Everybody? Hey, guys. Hey, <laughs> how are you? We're great. We're great. I can't. This yeah. is This is amazing. <laughs> No, I appreciate the invite, you guys. I was really looking forward to uh, coming on with you guys. So good. Yeah, we're turning this around so quickly because earlier this week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Monday, Tuesday specifically, we got introduced to you. Mm -hmm. Please forgive us. We did not know anything about the Great Zucchini. We had never heard of the Great Zucchini. Michael tells these great stories about he attends this great party with this great entertainer. I mean, they just raved about you, man. And they went oh, on and on. I, so mm-hmm. I was excited. My phone was uh, blowing up in the morning. They were like, you're just on the Tony's uh, <laughs> podcast. And I was like, oh, let me go check it out. So <laughs> I, was, I was excited because I'm a, you know, being in the uh, D.C. area for been here about 40 years. So, wow. Okay. You know, I, I used to be I used to read all of Tony's uh, you know, columns when he was writing sports in the uh, in the post. And he went to the style section. And then, of course, I watched PTI. So I was just like, oh, look at that, man. So Tony, you're a big fan. Talking about I'm definitely a fan of Tony. Yeah, yeah. of course. Absolutely. Because that was brought absolutely. up on the show. He was like, because you put something on your website and Michael was like, hey, I think he might listen to the show. And Yeah. Well, oh, so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, listen uh, as much as I can. And, uh, you know, because he covers a lot of different topics. And, and he's, he covers stuff in our area. So when he mentions like a certain street or a certain uh, yeah. mm-hmm. area, like I'm just I'm familiar with what he's talking about. Sure. Well, listen, which is cool, so. we're going to get into all that. But what we like to do here on the Loyalist Pot, like take us back. Introduce yourself to all the listeners out there. Tell us a little something about yourself. Where you grew up? Where you, did you go to school? Stuff like that. Stuff we might not know yeah. about the Great Zucchini. Go ahead. All right. So I started. Uh, we moved to Bethesda when I was ten years old. So I'm I'm a true true local. I was uh, Bethesda Elementary, then you know Westland, then I went to Bethesda Chevy Chase High School. So 
pretty much been in here most of my life. Grew up cheering for all the local sports teams, you know, Washington fan, uh, football team. And uh, a lot of the guys my age listening to this will know the, know the name. But I just saw Dexter Manley in my, in my gym and uh, hmm. uh, working out and turned me into a five-year-old kid when I saw him, too. Because it, it takes you back to being a kid when you see, like, one of your sports heroes. And yeah. Stuff. Oh, yeah. So, so I just started doing that. And then out of high school, got a job as a teacher. One of those after schools, you know, it's where the kids come. I'd be playing football and capture the flag and all nice. the uh, fun sports games with, with the kids after that. And I was doing that. Then I was coaching, coach baseball, coach uh, softball, worked at an overnight camp during the summers in New Hampshire called uh, Kingswood. Some of my best friends to this day I met were other counselors at the camp. So I was just doing that. So I was pretty much working with kids r- right away. After that, I started working at a place called Discovery Zone, and that's one of those sort of uh, kids' places. It's sort of one of those kids' places where you, you're one of the party hosts, mm. and the kids come in, and they, they play on all the equipment and all the uh, run through the tunnels and play in the, the pit of the you know the balls there and everything, and, and, you know, play the games. And then they come into the party room, and there's a party host there, and there's a bunch of party rooms and a bunch of hosts. And I was one of the party hosts. And you got paid like maybe $2 an hour. You know, it was really like you got paid like not barely anything, but you got paid like a waiter. So you get tipped from the parents, you know, if you're a good party host. Gotcha. So I just, you know, so I was just doing anything that sort of, you know, make the kids laugh and I'd fall over chairs and I'd like, you know, walk out with cake on my face and I'd have a cake <laughs> eating contest or whatever I could do to sort of entertain the kids. Sure. And then one day the manager came up and she dropped a bunch of uh, 35, 40 uh, notices in front of me, like uh, people were requesting to have their parties at this party place. And then she goes, do you notice anything about these uh, requests that we're getting? And I said, not really. And uh, she she said, uh, if you look down at the bottom, like 38 out of these 40 requests are requesting you specifically to host their kids oh. party. Wow. So so then it was just like, you know, light went off. I was yeah, like, right. I, maybe, I was like, maybe I can do this on my own. Why am I working for $2 <laughs> an hour? <laughs> yeah, I was like. I was like, maybe I can get on my own. And at that time, you don't even know, like, entertainment is really a thing. And you don't really know about it. And then I, before I know it, there's a whole world of children's entertainers out there. Mm-hmm. So I just said, uh, you know, I started looking at uh, all these different ads that people were sort of putting out there. And a lot of them were saying, you know, I entertain kids from, you know, three to a hundred. So just a big, broad, oh, yeah. broad range. And I'm sure people have shows like that. I, I know some terrific magicians. But I said, I'm just going to target a show for the young kids because I felt like people didn't really get the, the preschoolers and the kindergartners mm-hmm. and the first graders, the young kids. Like I, I want to just target that age group and see if I can get that you know age group down because I had had a lot of experience with the younger kids. And then actually before I started doing that, I was actually just doing sports parties because remember I was like the sports yeah, guy right. after school. So I, you know, parents were hiring me to just come over and play baseball with the kids and mm. for two, two hours and I was playing football and I was basically running sports parties for older kids before I was doing the magic or anything like that. After that, I said, I'm going to uh, design an ad. And so I said, the greatest preschool entertainer you'd ever seen. That was like my first ad. You know? mm. And then I just started getting the lead calls in and then I just started doing the shows and it just sort of took off. And then word of mouth started playing a big part and people started spreading the word. And then before I knew it, I was just performing in 
like venues I never thought I'd ever you know, right. ever see the inside inside of. Like it was it's pretty wild. I was like you know, I was getting invited to the White House and you know different you know, places, and I was just like it's just crazy. Like I was pretty I was out the gate pretty fast. Okay, wow. I feel like you've skipped so. ahead a couple parts there. So let's. Okay. I mean, I'd be crucified if I didn't ask this question. All right, the question yeah. I think all our listeners want to hear is why the great zucchini where did that come from why not the great squash or the great onion or the great broccoli so it's just, uh, it's just like uh it's a name that you know sort of a take off of houdini um oh. and then you could you, yeah so it's off of houdini but ah. then you can sort of yeah you can rhyme it with a lot of like if you're on my mm. show I'm, you know you, there's just a lot of good rhymes with you but like who called me the great bikini or who called me the great fettuccine <laughs> you know or something like that you know, something like this. You, you just, there's just a lot of good things you can rhyme. But it happened pretty quickly. My dad came up with it pretty fast. And he, uh, I was like, I need a stage name. And like the second or third name, he, he, he said it. It was just like, I'm about the great zucchini. I was like, perfect. Let's do that. Nice. Okay. So yeah, there's yeah. there's going to be jingles about this. I'm telling yeah. you right now because yeah. I, already, <laughs> I already hear them. Zucchini, bikini, bikini. Uh, what'd you just say? Yeah. Fettuccine. Yeah. So it's like, oh my gosh, it's going to be easy. I wish I had time yeah. to do it. I'm looking looking forward to hearing that yeah. first jingle. It's right after a free bird or, or Dan Burns song or something. Jingle. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> exactly. Um, so your dad came up with it. Yeah, my dad came up with it pretty quickly, which is, uh, yeah, it was giving me a last, a lasting legacy before he went. My dad died of a brain tumor sometime oh. when I was about 30, yeah. 32 or something. But, but yeah, he came up with it pretty fast. So, yeah. and now it's almost, it's kind of funny sometimes, like, it, people almost treat it like it's your real last name now. I've been around <laughs> so long. Like, oh, I was in Starbucks the other day, and a mom was like, Mr. Zucchini, how are you? <laughs> like, it's more or less. So, I was like, good. You know, also, I was like, she just called you Mr. Zucchini? So I was like, yeah. Because <laughs> it could Never mind. So, Let's not go there. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I've heard it all, man. Yeah, I've right, right. That's what I was thinking. Okay. <laughs> We're not necessarily a family podcast, but, you know, we won't, we yeah, just yeah. won't go that direction. <laughs> What was I going to say now? So, again, you didn't bury the lead or anything with this, but you went from I, I was doing children's parties and then I did the White House. So what was that like? Yeah. like what, well, yeah. before I even got there, I, I, I skipped in the sorry, I skipped in the part two. That's okay. um, a lot of people don't know this. So I'll give you inside scoop real quick, cool. inside information. So for about two weeks, I was uh, before the great Tahini, I was uh, ding that the clown for about two weeks. I thought it was going to be like a clown. But then. I was so horrible. Like I was just too lazy to put on any makeup. I had like one red dot circle on my like left cheek, <laughs> and they're like, "This is the wor- world's worst looking clown." And then uh, I would could not make those darn uh, uh, balloon animals either. Like the balloon animals oh, or yeah. whatever, which a lot of clowns do. Mm-hmm. So I'd go to like a festival, and you'd see like a professional clown there, and like me making balloons. And like, you could always tell which kid went to like the professional clown because he'd be walking around with the Empire State Building out of balloons, right. yeah. and then like, you could always tell which kid came to me because he'd have a like snake. a poo- oh, yeah, he'd have like <laughs> a dog, and I would always take the- so kids would come up to me and be like, "Hey, can I get a Power Ranger?" And I'm I'm like, "Sure," but it's gonna look like a poodle. <laughs> <laughs> and you could just see the kids like get together and be like, "Don't go to that guy." Yeah, don't go to yeah. that guy. I was like, yeah, I was like, no, man, clown is not for me. Well, I don't know if you, I'm guessing you heard the big show when these comments came in, but one of them was, I don't remember who it was, he wrote in saying he was a little disappointed that you weren't dressed up like a zucchini. So what do you, what's your act? What do you wear and stuff like that? So here's the thing. So I I actually, I don't wear a costume at all. 
if you see me perform, I'll, I'll wear shorts and like a t-shirt. Like you know, tomorrow I have a show at a preschool, and I'll I'll, uh, I'll be in shorts and a t-shirt and like a baseball cap. I just I don't know. I just didn't want to be the guy in the colorful vest with the smiley faces and not, mm. and any. But first of all, with this PC world, let me just say. Anybody out there that's listening that's a magician that's wearing a vest with colorful smiley faces, I didn't mean any offense by that. I, know. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean it. I just mean it it's wasn't. Just not for it's you. just not for you, right. Yeah, it's, it's just not for me. Which I was is... like, I, I have friends in the business that wear great outfits. They look great. Mm. But I, I wanted my demeanor. To, I wanted to walk in and be able to relate to the parents too like when you're yeah. um like after my show i like you know i'll mingle with the parents a little bit i'll talk to the dads about the same thing i'll talk to my friends about i'll be like hey did you see that game the other day or did you, you well, know did you uh are you guys going anywhere this summer and i wanted to be that person and you never see a dad really having that kind of conversation with a, a you know a clown yeah <laughs> like right. I, wanted, I wanted to be a normal guy to sure. do a show you can walk in and just be a good entertainer but then also somebody re- relatable yeah. after, right. after my show. Well, that, I felt like if I was dressed up, I couldn't do that. Yeah, That came up on the big show. Same thing. I, I think it might have been the same emailer who said, yeah, I was just standing next to this guy talking sports and about some bets or something. And he's like, and then all of a sudden he's like, oh, oh, that's that's me. I got to go. And he walked up on stage and started performing for the kids. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I love that. That was a great, yeah, that was a great yeah, email. Yeah. yeah, that's happened a few times. Like that specific case. I'll join conversations that I might overhear that appeal. I mean, somebody's like, you know, I just went to Rehoboth Beach. I'll be like, oh, yeah, I was just there last weekend. And I'll join whatever conversation. This one just happened to be about, uh, I just overheard these guys talking about games they were playing and bets they were putting. And then my, my ears went up and I was like, oh, let me tell you what I'm thinking about that game. Right. <laughs> I just started right. talking about him game. And then, but it was important to me to, to humanize my, I felt like it was just humanizing myself yeah. as, um, when I got into it. I wanted to be somebody that the moms and dads can see. Like even today, like I have parents that'll email me and say, Hey, just want you to know, uh, Johnny's off to his first year of college. He just got accepted to here. And I was at their house like 15 years ago, right. but they just, yeah. they're giving me an update. So it's Aww. like, I feel like relationships, you know, I mean, there's people I performed for 20 years ago that emailed me just like, hey, I just want to say, hey, great, Sakini, I'm glad you're doing well. Well, And there's, there's long-term relationships with these some of these parents. Right, right. Well, there's one, because we did like a little pre-phone call, and there's a great one that you mentioned to me yesterday. So let's um, tease that, though. Is that okay? Yeah, yeah, Cause, yeah, cause yeah, absolutely. I'm not even going to ask. You need to, Mr. Zucchini, you need to stick <laughs> around. I hope that's okay. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're gonna take a quick break we'll be right back with meet the littles you're listening to the loyal littles podcast on the wtfc podcast network welcome back to the loyal littles podcast and we are so lucky enough to have with us the great zucchini so yeah hey everybody this great <laughs> this is my boy okay so we teased a little bit coming out of that last segment now because you told me this really interesting story where a woman hired you for her daughter's party but she told you what oh so i was just uh saying that yeah a uh a mom recently called me for her uh child four-year-old party and I did the mom's party when she was four. <laughs> so I perform, I performed for the mom when she was four. So it's like 26 years ago or something. So wow. she was like, yeah, you were in my house, same house. And now you're from a kid. But I'll see like different generations. Like, you know, there was another house I was in where there was a five-year-old that I was performing for that day. And then 
his 13 year old brother was there and his 18 year old brother was there. They had like three kids that were a few years, five years apart. Mm-hmm. And I performed for all of them for the, in the, for the five year old party. So it's just, it's, it's interesting. Mind blowing. How, uh, it's my, yeah. like, can we go back? Yeah. I mean, how does that make you feel? I mean, you had such a huge impact on this woman when she was, I guess, four that she yeah. remembered you and probably followed you, I guess, for, I don't know, all these years yeah. where she went through yeah. high school, college, and then graduate, and then had a kid. And then she like, oh, I'm having the great zucchini at my yeah, daughter, child's. Yeah, that's really cool. That's- oh, yeah. And then uh, sometimes they'll have, like, they'll show you, like, a photo album or something when photo albums are still a thing. Yeah. I don't think they're a thing anymore, but they'd show you, like, they bring it up and be like, this is you performing for uh, her when she was three. This is you performing for her for one five. Because there's some houses I've been, there's some parties I've been, or houses I've been back to three or four times where right. I've been back to the same house because like their child will be turning three and yeah. then they'll want me back at their four-year-old party and then they'll want me back at their five-year-old party. And, you know, and I, I try to take those extra little notes about different things. That, I'll, I'll give you an example. Like this mom who called me up and she uh, had mentioned that she wanted to book me for her kid's five-year-old party. And I did the older child's party who was now like nine. Mm-hmm. And she said to me, uh, yeah, can we do this time? Because uh, Simon has a uh, black belt test earlier in the day. So can we, can we do uh, the afternoon spot? And this is three months before the actual party. And took it down and took the information down, took a little note about the black belt test. And when I came into the house, I was just like, you walk down the stairs. I'm like, how'd you do on the black belt test, man? Did you, did you pass? So like the fact that you, you sort of remember, but I just, I take little notes like that. And it, yeah. it sort of it makes them feel good that you sure. kind of, you know, do that. Like I try to remember as many names in my show as possible. So when I'm talking to the kids, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm referring to them by name and I'm, I'm pretty good. Like usually, like if I have thirty kids sitting there, I'll, I'll know most of the names by the time they walk out of the park. Oh, that's uh, awesome. wow. the that's park. a really good yeah. skill. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you go into a little bit? I'm still fascinated with this mother daughter thing from 34 years apart or whatever it was. Did your act change a lot from when you did the show for the mom and then for the daughter? Oh Trying, yeah. You must yeah, update yeah. it, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. It won't change from this week to next week like if i do a show tomorrow and then i'm doing a show next week there'll be a lot of, you know a lot of props or a lot of wrinkles and sometimes things just happen by accident yeah. too like sometimes i'll just uh i'll think of something like during my show and my mind's always going in i'll think about it i'll be like in my mind i'll be like that works i'm going to keep that in my show so you know i'll sort of add little things as i go along in my show but from 25, 26 years ago when I was at her house, oh, my, my show's definitely changed yeah. Uh, yeah. since then. And I don't even remember my, like, yeah. I don't, you know, some people are like, remember the first time you were on stage? I don't even remember it. Yeah. Right. Like every entertainer, like there's a whole world of us children's entertainers out there. Like there's even conferences. I've spoken at, uh, been a keynote speaker, like conferences where like entertainers from around the world will show up to like conventions. And uh, nine out of ten people, everybody remembers their first show. I, mm-hmm. I just, I just don't. You know, I'm always envious of that kind of memory. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to just go back. And, and I'm sorry for all the probably just silly, dumb questions, but I just, I'm so fascinated by this whole thing. Now, you had mentioned off air that you're a big fan of stand up, and that's what I was thinking. This must be like stand up for you in a way, too. Probably the hardest audience yeah. on the planet because yeah. little kids they call you out on yeah. stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, I love it though. Like that is, there's no more honest. Like one of the things I tell other entertainers, there's some entertainers I know that 
only perform for older children mm-hmm. and uh you know which is which is fine i mean some of those stories sound like nightmare stories yeah, like, right. they're, they're like oh, they're getting called out every second and like right. it's in your other hand and, you know <laughs> <laughs> get some new material <laughs> but, but preschoolers man they like they just they um they're all in they eat no, no, like they, they, they want to laugh they want to have a good time but you have to if you design it for them like you can't bring a show in that you normally do for eight nine year olds and right. then try to do the same show for four year old it's not gonna work they have different sense of humor so you sure. just have to you have to target that show and you got to keep them just involved all the way like it's not just straight up magic like i'm you know, I'm falling asleep during my show and the kids are like, wake up, you know, the four year old. That's funny. You know what I'm saying? Like there's, yeah. there's counseling like, or a three year old will be standing behind me and I'm, I'm, I can't find him. I'm picking up my cell phone, pretending to call him. I'm going to yeah. be like, hold on y'all. Let me call him and find out where he is. You guys, where uh, Jason is. And he's doing circles around me. And I'm like, hold on guys. He's on the phone. He'll be here in 15 minutes. So it's not just magic. It's kind of like a, it's a lot of sort of silliness like that, that I blend sure. in with some physical comedy and then that sort of thing. Wow. That's amazing. And you didn't take any classes. Like I, I'm just thinking, cause I was an education major and I just take child psychology, which I found fascinating. Mm-hmm. I really did. And I love yeah. doing little experiments on my nephews when they were kids. Oh my gosh. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. all these cognitive and developmental, you know, type of things. Did you have yeah. to do any of that? No, but the time at the preschools that I was at was, you know, like I, I probably was a preschool teacher for like 14 years before I started performing. And that was paramount. Because that's just, I learned just how the preschool mind worked and how literal they were and how they saw the world. And I just got, because you can take all the classes in the world, but experiential learning is once you're right there in the front line, when you're in the classroom with them all day long, you just see what makes them laugh and what makes, you know, and how little things to keep their attention and just things like that. And then once I started my show, it was almost, I mean, it was just easy for me. I just, it was, it was just natural. Yeah. fascinating yeah yeah no i mean I, listen i'm and i haven't i'm not exaggerating when i say like i have like no other skills <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, like i'm not even i'm not even, not even trying to be self-deprecating and i really do just do not know how to do anything else i'm like you know it's really i'd make a terrible accountant <laughs> make a bad lawyer but uh just, i was definitely calling i definitely felt like it was a gift from god yeah for sure. Wow. And it's great. And the yeah. connection with your dad, obviously, that must be special. And just, oh, that's great. And just, and the jingles yeah. are going to be coming out soon. I so know. you got that coming up. <laughs> this is just great. That's hysterical. I can't wait to hear the jingles, man. So wait, I, I can't so wait. Imagine. So, right, right. So, how do they figure out which topic in the show that they're going to make a jingle about that? Or is it, is it always just whatever on piques your their interest? Yeah, it's usually a, a Tony like, rant of some sort. Yeah. Now, obviously, this wasn't a rant. This was like a very complimentary thing that, because yeah, Michael was telling yeah. the story, you know, how I think it was Boots. <laughs> that was at your birthday party he went to or maybe it was the hammer i don't know and yeah. they were just talking about it and they were, he was even joking he's like maybe if because you know the hammer and tony share the same birthday in july so he's like maybe if he's available we could have you know a joint birthday party <laughs> oh yeah could... no i'd love to i'd love to do a show tell him hey tell him to call me i only have a few spots left in july though no i would love to do his party for him and i would <laughs> It's probably a good thing, by the way, that he didn't make it aware that he was t- uh, Tony Stone when I was at the party, because I would have talked his ear off. Oh, right. yeah. so, like, yeah. I would've, I would've, he might not have got out of there because I would have been like talking to him about sports. And right. uh, yeah. like I remember um, Brett we- uh, Weinstein came to a show with his kid. Mm-hmm. came to the show, you know, from ESPN, you know, and I knew beforehand that he who he was, and I listened to him all the time because I, I listened to a lot of sports talk. Mm-hmm. 
I, so I knew beforehand, I was like, gosh, man, someone messed up the show because what if he dogs me on the air? Right. <laughs> like, I was like, I was like, yeah, it's like, that's the last thing you want to do, sure, <laughs> you know? Sure. And then you just, like, you just fanboyed. Right. You're like, I need yeah, to talk to like, you. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be like, the show was great, but he was, he started juggling flames and the carpet caught on fire. And then, <laughs> like, you know, right. so, you know, and then I started, you know, we started doing, uh, oh, we were talking about the stand up. So that was, just great for me just because i did the dc improv a few times and I, I think i was telling you when we we're off air that pinch yourself and like see who's been on that stage before mm. you're like oh let me touch this ground right. you know it's, it's kind of like, <laughs> yeah yeah i kind of get a little starstruck sometimes i don't know i don't know why i do but i i went to hollywood at one point because you know my um the wine garden story that you guys read they've optioned it in california so they want so i went out to california one time and um you know meet up with some people and all i did for like seven hours a day was like sit in starbucks and try to spot a celebrity <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, nice. I was like, take me on the tour bus. I want to right. see some, see some homes. House. You know, it's crazy. The biggest homes in LA are not even the celebrity homes. They're the uh, homes of the plastic surge yeah. surgeons. Oh, they're they're like sure. apparently like monstrous houses. Wow. So, yeah. yeah, that makes sense. So, yeah, yeah there's me. a billboard on every corner for plastic surgery when you go to LA in Hollywood. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, listen, Mr. Yeah. Zucchini. I mean, we can't yeah. thank you enough for coming on the Loyal Littles podcast. Now, we can't let you get away without our traditional, some fun, dumb questions. Is that all right? Oh, yeah, of course. All of right. course. Thank, thanks again for bringing me on, by the oh, way. Oh, my gosh. Are you kidding me? This is great. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Roxy, what do you got? If you could travel anywhere in the world, where would you go? Well, I've always wanted to go to Australia, mm-hmm. but... The only thing is, every time I think I might make a trip to Australia, I see something that like appears on Facebook or something that just says like, "Australia's got the most creatures in the world right. that can kill you." <laughs> like, like, <laughs> like, it, it always pops up. It's like it's got the most scorpions and the most spiders and the most different species of snakes that can kill you in one place in the world. And I was right. like, like "Why would I want to go there?" Yeah. Right, right. Maybe, That's like us. I'm like. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like maybe I'll just go to Ocean City instead. Right. But uh, but no, I'd, I'd like to go there. I'd like to go to Italy too. I've never been to Italy. Oh, nice. So, well, this is. A, yeah. I'm surprised Roxy didn't do this because this is her thing. When we actually talk to a guest and we listen to what they're saying, uh, and with another question, I'm curious, what's your favorite venue you've ever gotten to play for a kids party? Oh, there's a couple. There's a couple places that I've really, um, it's hard okay. to answer because I'm just going to talk from the public show element right now because the private shows with all my the birthday parties I do, I do like nine or 10 birthday parties a weekend. So I love going to the parties because I love talking to the parents. I love entertaining the kids. It's more, it's a cool experience. So that I love, but I'm just going to talk from a public show aspect. And I loved the DC improv when I was there. I loved, uh, uh, the Avalon Theater on Connecticut Avenue was terrific, and Obama's Sasha Obama came to one of my shows there one time. Oh. She was little, little, oh, so nice. that was that was yeah, that was kind of that was fun. And then uh, I love the uh, Jam in Java in Vienna. Have you guys ever been there? No, yeah. we've never been down there. But... I love performing in Jam in Java. All the Vienna festivals and celebrate Fairfax. I mean, they're all fun, guys. I, I just to be honest with you, I, it's hard to pick because I, I, you know, I still. After 30 something years, I still love performing. So yeah. wherever I am, I just try to. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Know, that, I get that, it. That's the place to be that day. Yeah. So yeah. I, yeah, well, it's, I'm, it's really. I'm going to get back at the from the kids for you. Okay. What's your most embarrassing childhood memory? Oh, my most embarrassing memory? Yeah. <laughs> 
Let's see. Um, I remember in fourth grade, <laughs> I don't think I've ever told a story before. There was like this sixth grade girl that I had a crush on, which is like a big deal. Sure. And then uh, I made it known. So pretty soon, like apparently the words keep it on the download didn't apply to anybody in elementary school. So, <laughs> so pretty soon she knew her friends knew. They all gathered around on the playground and there's this giant circle of people, an entire like circle of the playground, wanting me to basically uh, ask her out. I was only fourth grade right in front of people. So you don't even, we're even going to go to like the basketball court. But I remember being circled when I was, uh, it was I think it was like, hey, you want to hang out sometime or something? And I just remember that being embarrassing in elementary school and then uh, high school. I never really got embarrassed except for when I was almost, I mean, I got embarrassed on my sports teams quite a bit. I was a pretty decent wrestler, but uh, there was a couple matches where I, was, I got pretty uh, beat up out there. So that was just kind of embarrassing. But yeah. I don't really get embarrassed. I mean, it's hard to really do what I do for a living and get too embarrassed because you really have to be. Sure. I mean, you have to put like, yourself out you there. Know, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I'm. I'm doing shows where I'm like pretending like I'm afraid of my own shadow. Yeah. Right. So like, yeah. it's, like yeah. it's, uh, it's hard to really be embarrassed by that. Sure. So. All right, Roxy, one more. Do you have a favorite vegetable? That's the one um, I was thinking of earlier. That I would be zucchini. <laughs> of course. Zucchini is my favorite vegetable. Definitely. <laughs> of course definitely. it is. I had a feeling. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so when you two have kids, the show's on me. Oh, right? Aw, so. thanks. <laughs> Yeah. That's awesome. So, He's like, you just have to come down to DC to get it. Yeah, right. right. Yeah, you come down to DC. Right. Wait, where are you guys? Where are you guys at? We're up in New York City. Oh, you're in New York. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. All right. He's like, well, yeah, I'm take a road trip. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was in New York actually for a show one week before New York shut down for oh, like, wow. wow. And then literally like a week later, that's when everything shut down. Yeah. All right. But yeah, I, listen, I really, uh, you guys made my week. I was really excited <laughs> you guys called. And, uh, <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on. Now, plug everything. So how can we reach out to you? Now, you have a website and all that stuff, I assume, right? Yeah. And I just joined all your, um, are we friends on uh, social media? Did you? Uh, I, I don't think so, not yet. We will look you up. Now, I know you said all you right. joined all the, because you didn't know about the Tony Kornheiser groups. I didn't know about the Tony groups, and so now I've I joined all of those. Okay. okay. But let's go back. We didn't <laughs> yeah. say your website. What's your website? All right. So my website is thegreatzucchini.com. Okay. Easy. Perfect. Yeah, Easy. so thegreatzucchini.com. And then, uh, yeah, people can uh, reach out, like my Facebook page, the mm-hmm. whole thing, and yeah. uh, and just come up and say hello sometime. I'm, you know, come out. Like, I put my public shows on my uh, website. Okay. So people okay. just come on out. I got a lot of festivals I'll be at this uh, spring and summer and stuff. Great. So Great. I hope to see, see all of the shows. Absolutely. And I, I appreciate it. All right. Well, yeah. we'll make sure we put all that in the show notes. And uh, as an homage yeah, yeah. to the big show, we'll get you out of here on this. Okay. Over or under? Yeah. Over. <laughs> that's, that's excellent. Hey, real quick. I have a question for you guys. Actually. Yeah. So, what's your? Uh, you got any binge watching uh, recommendations before I let you go? Were you guys uh, Ozark fans, or were you? Uh, so Chuck what, here is an Ozark fan. I am not because he usually likes okay. to watch it when I'm trying to sleep. I haven't seen the last yeah. whatever episodes the the ones that just came out at the end of April. I yeah. still have not seen those. I have to do that. Yes. Yeah, they're amazing. Yes, by the that's way. what everyone says. The, the, Everybody says the last, that. 
the last seven. Or are you, so you only have the last seven episodes left. Are there seven? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah the, the last, the last seven episodes. And then I'm going to uh, go back yeah, and watch the whole thing um, again. I'm sure it's amazing. It's I a did little that. high stress. It was like right before you go to sleep. Though. Yeah, like, yeah. Like and I, I'm just like one time I ordered pizza and I was just the doorbell rang and I was whoa, freaking whoa, whoa, out. Hold on, is that the, is that right. the uh, pizza I ordered or the uh, cartel at my front? Right. Yeah, right. Are you an Office fan? <laughs> Um, no, but every single one of my friends lives by that show. So okay, well, tell probably... your friends then. There's a new show Roxy really likes. Oh, it's called Welcome to Flatch. It's Welcome to Flatch, and it's uh, pretty much filmed just like The Office, like but, documentary it's, but it's style. Filmed, filmed outside yeah. in this town of Flatch. Okay, yeah. Uh, okay. That's I been really good. It. There's so much. I We, we do a lot we of TV. We watch yeah. too much TV. <laughs> we tried to stay away I, because I we don't want to bore our listeners, but we watch a lot of any, TV. Any reality show? Well, I mean, we're, we're Survivor we're fans. We're Survivor fans. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're Survivor fans. Yeah. <laughs> and I, but we were late bloomers. I didn't yeah. start till like season 21 and or 22. And I didn't start until COVID hit. Yeah. So. And then we went oh, back man. and binged a ton of them. Yeah. So. Yep. Uh, yeah. The, the dating shows always correct me. Like yeah. the Ultimatum. Did you see Ultimatum? No. No, I've heard of it, uh, though. Yeah. That's yeah. really good on Netflix. That's a dating show. About, oh, okay. Uh, okay. Ultimatum. But uh, there's reality shows. Uh, Terrible. But all right, I'll, yeah, no, I'll give that one Roxy a, a shot then because I'm looking for something new. Yeah, okay. welcome to Flash. I don't know. I th- it's, it's it's kind of my humor, so yeah, silly. I like yeah, it. So. <laughs> all, right, all right, all right. Well, cool. Mr. Zucchini, it was thank you so, so much. Great. This has been great. Hey, no, I, I appreciate it, guys. And uh, sure, I'll talk to you on like social media somewhere. But have a fantastic summer, you guys. Yeah, you thank too. Thank you so much. All right, all you loyal listeners, we'll be right back. This is Rick Sharp, and you're listening to the Little Littles Podcast from the WTFC Podcast Network. He's been performing in D.C. for decades. The little children, they love him so much. He captivated a kid known as Bootsy, and it made Michael Kornheiser gush. Three, four, five-year-olds come back for more. He does some misdirection comedy and magic. He's the great zucchini. Barely laughs when he comes out on stage. For birthday schools or Halloween, you must check out the great zucchini. And you'll be smiling whatever your age. Welcome back to the Loyal Littles Podcast. How about that, Littles? So the answer was zucchini. Yes, Chuck, <laughs> the answer was zucchini. Littles, obviously, the great... We gotta have a better name. Is he flavorful too? I don't know, but he's great. He's brilliant. <laughs> That's Joe Arrow. We all know it's Joe Arrow and his lovely daughter. Amazing. Now we can't even call that the turnaround jingle because it hasn't even happened yet. I mean, all right. So here's the story, Littles. We were so excited that we were having the great zucchini on the podcast, and I told Joe Arrow about it, and I said, Joe, there's got there's got to be jingles here. Littles, I'm not kidding. Within hours. Yeah. Within hours. He, it of was course, so quick. He was mad at us because he's like, now I'm getting nothing done at work because he had this <laughs> on his mind the whole time. So he turns this around, sends it. I'm hoping he's going to send it into the big show. We'll make sure the Great Zucchini hears it. Yep. And amazing. Just yeah. absolutely amazing. Thank you, the Great Zucchini, for coming on again and that, meeting the Littles. That was just... So a, fun. So much fun to get into 
a lot of insight into yeah. kids' parties and how he entertains yeah. his audiences. And yeah, I mean, great. it was just so much fun how quickly it turned around. And yeah, from, I never even heard of this guy. Monday, he gets introduced on the big show. And then by the end of the week, we're talking to him. Yeah. And now we get to release the episode over the weekend. Mm-hmm. This is so much fun. Mm-hmm. So thank you for that. And the best person who comes out on top with this, because we had a jingle, we now won't play our jingle, but we are going to do the Friday Five because Chuck's still here. Yes. So Sully, you, you, get, a, you get a pass you get a again. Pass. Two, I think that's two in a row he gets a pass, so he doesn't have to he hear I don't know passes. about this. <laughs> All right, let's get into this. Number one, Friday Five. Who is this? Jeff Turner? Jeff Turner. Jeff Turner. What movie or TV show from the 2000s and prior do you like to watch now when you see it, that it gives you... Um, that you like to watch now when you... See, oh. Okay. All right. I just want to make sure it's not me. No. Okay. I just want to make sure it's not me. It's you. It's not no, me. because this happens a lot. I get tongue-tied, and I'm like, am I an idiot yeah, here? Yeah, basically, what 2000s or prior movie do you like to watch now that still gives you the warm and fuzzies? Okay, thank you. Maybe you remember watching it with an old friend or in the house you grew up in. You want to go first? I've got this one. Go. Prince's Diaries, oh. 2001. It was <laughs> the best movie that I think has ever come out in my lifetime, and Julie Andrews is, you know, Julie Andrews. Um, yeah, so I went to see it with one with uh, my best friend and her sister. When we came back to my house, we ended up pulling out my old dress-up box and pretending like we were princesses and reenacting the movie. It was so much fun, and I see that movie now. I love watching that movie. It's one of my favorites. All right, Chuck, what do you got? Oh, this is easy for me, too. It's Seinfeld. I watched... All of them, when they were out in the 90s, I watched them all in syndication. Now they're on Netflix, and I'm watching them all again, and it just takes me back to that. Comedy is timeless, so yeah. and, and obviously such a mark on society with everything sure is looked at anymore yeah. so yeah we did like the first three episodes on netflix and yeah. then we got sidetracked yeah um because mm-hmm. she's never seen them all no. I, I actually have never seen every single one and definitely right. not in order right so it's just we, there's so much i yeah. seldom finished ozark and it's a mess so i've got so much tv to catch up on after next weekend we'll have more time well i don't know roxy you're leaving me so i might have a lot of time <laughs> on my hands you'll here. have more time here but tiny this chuck's week. coming to town so i don't know we'll see but then the following week we'll both have a lot more time on our hands yes and hopefully. i can't wait <laughs> yes all right so mine real yeah. quick there's so many out there sports movies. i'm gonna go it's a tie between rudy and the hoosiers okay both, both of those oh, movies. Oh, yeah, good. Mm-hmm. Both of those movies, every time they come on. Oh, and Feel the Dreams, that's another one. There's too many. Too many. Yeah. 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 All right, number two. What song or artist takes you back to some happy memories? Chuck? Me? Sure. Well, he is tiny, okay. Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I got confused for a second. Michael Jackson's Thriller album, mm. for me. I remember uh, opening that when it first came out on vinyl. And me and my buddies were all ran to the store, rode our bikes to the store, got it, had the double opening with him and the tiger. And I still hear those songs. And it's like, they're yeah. just great songs. What yeah. is it saying that we're going back to the 80s to take us back? <laughs> well, sad, I'm old. Man, sad. I turned 50 in July, Chuck. I know, Chuck. Yep. 50. Yeah. Big 5-0. Get that AARP card ready. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was going to go back even further because I heard this Itsy Teeny Bikini song that Joe Arrow parodied. And I was thinking there's so many of those from on, when I used to have them on 45s. But now when Chuck just said that, I was going to, you know what I'll say? I'll say Purple Rain, mm. Prince. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. al- that album was just Doves Cry. Absolutely. Just, oh, yeah. Yeah. But again, I feel like I'm 80 saying that. Yep. 
So anyway, <laughs> all right, Roxy, what do you got? Princess um, Diaries soundtracks? What do we got? No, <laughs> I was actually gonna say Celine Dion. Oh man! <laughs> oh my god! Oh no! Let's go on to number three, Chuck. Number three. Wait, wait a second! I didn't explain. <laughs> oh my god! I'm gonna feel like I'm 90. No, no. You mean so, my heart will go on. No, just oh. any Celine Dion just takes me back to my dancing days because growing up, I danced to a lot of Celine Dion, and it just. What yeah. a voice. Her voice is just Oh no. <laughs> great. <laughs> great to dance to. I need a pill. All right. <laughs> Number three, is there a particular food or restaurant that fills you with nostalgia or makes you remember the good old days fondly? Yep. What? The cricket. cricket. The cricket in Stratford, Connecticut. It used to be a tiny little hut of a building and they had the best hot dogs, the best French fries, the best milkshakes. My family and I would go there maybe once a week, I don't know get some hot dogs and stuff and bring it down to the seawall, go down to the sound and just sit and watch the water. And then we'd like get out and throw stones and skip stones and things like that. So just like a happy, simpler time in my life. The cricket ended up closing years ago, but they reopened. They built a bigger building and they moved. And I swear they took the grease from the old hut and brought it to the (laughs) new place. So it's open right now? It's open right now. Oh, we have now. to go. It's so good. We're going to have to go, Chuck, while you're up there, maybe. It's so good. Okay. We'll figure yeah. it out. The cricket. The cricket. All right. Do you have one, Chuck? No, nah, mine's stupid. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, mine... I was going to say Chuck E. Cheese. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Because yeah. I don't go there anymore, but when Zubin was younger, we used to go for his birthday parties, and then I used to go there when I was a kid. Yeah, right. You know, it's just like, I think arcades, which are kind of dead but maybe yeah. something about going to an arcade absolutely Dave and Buster's well, food's terrible though oh Roxy please I, I what yeah. I've never been but I see games there all <laughs> no, the time you're right but you're like that's not old for, I know. for you I oh, know God. I know <laughs> like Chuck E. Cheese yes not oh absolutely yeah. anyway mine's the same kind of thing I love the arcades and stuff like that and there I remember those in Hudson New York there was one I can't remember what it was called but there was one it's hard to find one now that's still open uh, yeah because we used to have one of those what did you call it? The cricket? The cricket. So we had one called Treats Eatery. It was called some mascots first. And then it changed to Treats Eatery. And I actually worked there oh. you know, when I was 15, 16. That was like my first Cute. real job. Cute. You know, making $3.25 an hour. And yeah. Anyway, so I'll go wow. with that. Number four, share a happy memory of someone from your past that always brings a smile to your face or makes you laugh many years later. You go first. Uh, a friend of mine from college he grew up in my town we actually went to middle school together we reconnected in college doing shows we ended up okay this is not something that I'm truly fond of myself but it is funny it makes me laugh we went to a pumpkin patch to get pumpkins and come to find out the place was not actually open but we thought it was and then we ended up taking pumpkins and not paying for them and then I ended up feeling really bad about it I think I sent money and then I think I I know I definitely dressed up my pumpkin with a wig and a mask you know you've told this story before I have yes we have because we went into this because this was the Linus and Sally oh let's go to a pumpkin patch first date wasn't it a first date or something no 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 we never dated we never dated and no (laughs) okay (laughs) I know you've told this story before maybe not on air but because we were like Oh, let's go to the pumpkin patch. I'm sort of mortified at myself, but also now many years later, I can laugh at it. So, Chuck, we better have the same one. Uh, Do you you even have one? Well, four and five for me were were touring and and hanging out with you, Chuck. I was going to say, but it's definitely the the one is when we I won't say met because we met on the bus. But when you asked me to go out in Kansas City (laughs) and then (laughs) 
Mosh pit. We've told that story too. Mosh pit. I mean, the whole nine yards. We look over. There's Chuck in the mosh pit. (laughs) Next morning, my phone rings, and you know, hey, what the (laughs) Chuck? Yep. Anyway, uh, and we've been Chucks ever since. It's yeah, it's great. Yep. All right. What's the last one? The last one is there something else that brings you happy memories, or that you look back on fondly? This is a catch-all. It can be pets, a place, a group of friends, or a club. Anything that provides happy memories. I mean, that's like a broad. Yeah, Very so we broad. could just go with the same thing, right. really. I guess. Yeah. But do you have a pet? Anyone? Let's go with pets. My Anyone? cat. You're, yeah, Burley, right? Burley and yeah. Lizzie. But Burley was my guy. He yeah. was my buddy. He followed me everywhere. He was always there for me. Chuck, what do you got? No, I got no pets. Growing up, you <laughs> no didn't pets. have any pets. I did. They're okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What else? I got new pets now. They'd be, my new pets would be jealous if I talk about my old pets. Oh, okay. <laughs> Touring for me was like such a happy memory, only because you really didn't have to be responsible for anything right. except for going on yeah. to perform. I mean, it was such a weird environment. You know, you don't have to worry about rent. You don't have to worry about bill. You know, it's mm-hmm. just like yeah. I don't know. It was easy life, and uh, it was fun to travel around the country and see all the different places that I probably would never have gone to otherwise. So. Yeah, and when we started, let's not forget, not to really age ourselves, there was no computers and cell phones when we started touring. No. There was yeah, none. right. You were like off the grid pretty yeah, much. Yeah, off the grid. I mean, you had like a so phone nice. service. <laughs> like I'd call into New York. I had a answering service, like an answering machine, mm-hmm. but that was it. Mm. You didn't have a cell phone. You didn't have a computer. I mean, you didn't even pay your bills online yet. So, I mean, yeah. I mean, that was always right. like a hassle. How do you get your mail? Stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, so you're right. It was, and the company manager does all the travel arrangements. Travel, the flights, yeah, you don't have to worry about the hotels. Hotels, everything. Yeah. You just show up and do the gig. Yeah. Work yeah. three hours a day. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Oh, let's go back on tour, Chuck. <laughs> all, right. all right. So that's our Friday Five. Thank you, Jeff Turner, right? Yep. Yeah. So that's a great one. And we're out of time. So, Chuck, this has been great. Next time, you might be in the studio. If you can do another, yeah, podcast. let's do it. Yeah. You might be in studio for a pod- now. We Roxy won't it. be in studio. Nope. Roxy's out of here. She's I'm heading. Out. She's heading up to do some important stuff. Yes. For this big bash we're having next weekend. Yes. So, Can't wait. We have to say <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. The great zucchini. Mm-hmm. It was so last minute. He just literally turned it around within a. a minutes like 20 minutes yeah, he got back great. in touch with us and said yeah i'd love to come on the podcast mm-hmm. we did the interview got it out thank you dave specter jason bullet and rick sharp for our bumpers this episode who else do we have to thank Roxy? Joe, joe arrow. arrow joe freaking arrow for we have to littles we have to have a name for that it's not even a turnaround jingle because this episode it's hadn't like even an aired. ask and you shall receive yeah. jingle. i mean he's he's amazing so yeah. i just literally just happened to text him and said hey we just interviewed this guy He's called the Great Zucchini. Of course, Joe knew exactly what I was talking about yeah. because he'd heard the big show. Uh-huh. And I actually had a suggestion, and it was a really bad one. <laughs> and because I was trying to help him, like, yeah, I hear this, you know, like you say tomato, I say tomato. Is there zucchini? Mm. So, fettuccine, fettuccine, bikini, bellini. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I'll, I, I got it. I got it. Chuck. <laughs> Next thing I know, it's a completely different song, and it's brilliant. Yep. So thank yep. you, Joe Arrow, and his daughter. Yes. And last but not least, Tiny Chuck, thanks for coming back on. Yeah. Tiny Chuck, did you know hey. we, have a, we have a code now? Did you even know that? I did know that. Oh, you, oh, you did. did. Okay. okay. That's you, good. Wasn't it for eye drops or something? Eye dro- <laughs> No. <laughs> <laughs> for all your stick grip needs, go to stickgrip.com. And I think this is what you're thinking of, Chuck. And for all your fog-free eyewear needs, go to fogfreeeyewear.com. And for God's sake, use the code, people. I have like no other skills. Before you 
me say goodbye Cause I don't wanna hate And I know you love to cry And you can't break me down It's all been said before The only thing I wanna hear Is you walking out the door I don't know why this always has to be so cruel I wish it was beautiful like you
Little Littles podcast is produced by the WTFC Podcast Network and edited by Louis B. Crocco. And the Loyal Littles podcast logo is designed and drawn by Eric Lonergan. Get some new material. Oh, yeah.